and welcome back to Even More News, the first and only news podcast. My name, my friends, is Katie Stoll. My name, my friends, is not. It's Cody Johnston. Hi. Hey. Yes, it is. Hi. Uh, no guest this week, just our beloved Jonathan, who I'm going to have to tell you guys, made us start over because our first intro was so bad. And he was right. He was right. I politely encouraged a starting over. I know I don't make you do anything. He demand he demanded he demanded it. You demanded it. You said, you know what? I'm just gonna say this, and you were right. And you were foaming at the it. mouth. You were polite, like always. He's regretting it now because we're putting him on blast. But we're just having fun. No, that's okay. No one will hear it. My my angry tirades at both of you. That's right. End up on the cutting room floor. <laughs> yeah, you just have to trust us. Boy, gosh, golly, darn, dang it. Today is some holidays. It is May 26th. It's World Dracula Day. Oh, okay. Okay. Suggested ways to celebrate include read Bram Stoker's Dracula and plan a Dracula-inspired trip. I don't know, maybe... Those are very far apart suggestions. Yeah, like one of these two things. Like read or like, yeah, like watch Dracula. Okay, but... so you're going to plan this Dracula trip? When it... Are you planning it for next... World Dracula. Well, yeah, because other uh, unless you're you know frequent celebrator, <laughs> uh, in which case you would be prepared, obviously, for May twenty sixth, which is World Dracula Day. I already knew that. I didn't have to look it up again. Okay, we've mined this for all it's worth. May twenty seventh, National Sunscreen Day, guys. You know what I'm going to say is wear sunscreen every day. You know who needs and sunscreen? One of our sponsors can help you with. That. You know who needs sunscreen? Who? Dracula. Damn, he does, doesn't he? He needs a SPF 5000 or something. Yeah. So Dracula. Dracula 2000. You had your fun. Put some sunscreen on. Oh, also National Road Trip Day, May 27th. News taking road trips these days. Am I right? Gas prices are outrageous. People who plan. People who plan Dracula trips. It all comes back to Dracula Day, Katie. I don't know how to make it more clear. I'm trying so hard to move on from Dracula. I know, but like the the days won't let you move on from Dracula Day. I'm stuck in this calendar. Sorry. You got to fly to Budapest and then rent a car from there to take your Dracula-inspired exactly. trip, though. What are the gas prices in Budapest? Mm-hmm. Thanks, Brandon. Probably high. I would imagine. I would just God. guess. Thank I you, know I'm the, I'm the research Brandon. guy and I don't have gas prices in Hungary well, right now. Why would you? One more holiday. Oh my God, another one? May 27. <laughs> there's so many holidays. There's always a reason to celebrate, okay. guys. That's what I'm trying. If there's one thing I need you to learn from our show, it's that there's always a reason to celebrate, okay? Okay. Happy National Great Popsicle Day. Fuck you. No. We're not <laughs> celebrating Grape Popsicle Day. It has nothing to do with Dracula. And it's too specific. Well, Popsicle uh, day, maybe. You could make... Is it too specific? I don't know. Oh, great actually, once you complete that uh, great popsicle, you can use the stick from the popsicle to stab Dracula and go. kill him. There we go. Okay, <laughs> all four did it. Also, he's kind of shaped like a great That's popsicle because right. he's long and uh, frozen mm -hmm. or like cold. Yeah, he's got like some purpley uh, he's got tones. Purple yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh -huh. Oh, I guess we're we are talking about a specific Dracula, not mm -hmm. just some Dracula. vampire. It's not World Vampire Day. Yeah, exactly. It's specifically it's Dracula, Dracula, Day. Dracula, this is, Dracula. This is fun. We're gonna take a quick break for ads, and then thank we're gonna God come back for news. Hello. Do you have a small business, like a really tiny business you made out of clay and twigs, and want to mail that miniature business to your friends so they can see what a great small business owner you are? Well, you should check out Stamps.com, a site I'm told helps with mailing for small businesses. They give you access to both post office and UPS shipping services from your very own home. Plus, discounts you can't find anywhere else, such as 30% off USPS and 86% off UPS. You can save money on your current small business so you can buy even more clay and twigs to make even tinier businesses. And the best part is that this works for any business. Do you have a tiny home office you want to mail? Or perhaps you made a miniature warehouse and want to ship that? Stamps.com has you covered no matter what size your tiny model of a business is. It works with Shopify, Etsy, eBay, and more. All you need is a computer and printer and you're ready to mail people your model businesses or heck, probably other stuff too, wherever you want to send your business, which is small. 
all. So what are you waiting for? Sign up with promo code more news for a special offer that includes a four week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. No long term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click the microphone at the top of the page and enter code more news. Tinally. Look at me! Look at Katie! Hello! Hi! Little known fact about smartphones. They have a bunch of other uses besides cracking open nuts. You know, if you actually, if you press the button, usually at the bottom, you know, the, the part of the screen where you rest the nut, you can actually turn on and connect to the internet. From there, you can gain access to all kinds of nut-related information and even order a second phone that you can mash together to better crack the nuts. Also, there's this thing called Scribd, an online reading subscription that sites like Wired and TechCrunch have called the Netflix for books. Basically, for just $11.99 a month, you get access to millions of eBooks, audiobooks, magazines, and more. That's access to their entire library for less than the cost of a single book. I'm, I'm told I've never bought a book. It just, honestly, it gets in the way of all the nut cracking. And you know what? I bet they have books on nuts and nut cracking techniques because they have something for everyone, you know? You could be into cashew nuts or pistachios and, you know, I bet they have a book about your particular nut. It doesn't matter if you're reading about nuts recreationally or getting into the nut business. Scribd has got you covered. And right now, Scribd is offering our listeners two months of Scribd for only 99 cents. So stop cracking nuts with your phone for a moment and go to try dot scribed.com slash more news to get your first two months for less than one dollar i'm gonna do it one more time that's try dot s-c-r-i-b-d dot com slash more news that's try scribd.com slash more news okay guys uh it's time to talk about the news and you all know the news that we're going to talk about if you weren't reading the news, you've seen it in the title of this episode. Boy, I am doing a terrible job setting up this story. You're doing fine. Um, I'm just horrified about what I have to say right now. So, uh, yeah, on Tuesday, 19 children and two teachers were killed at an elementary school in Uvalde, Texas. But 17 other people were injured. Of course, this is the second week in a row that we have had a mass shooting. Those are just the shootings that we know about. I mean, just looking online at the stories, which we're going to get into, you know, it's seeing people share stories about their high schools being on lockdown, how someone was shot right outside their school. This happens all the time. This is a reality of our children's experience in this world. They grow up being taught to hide under desks, to how to be smart and defend themselves. This is... Fucked up. So some details to jump off from. Um, Shooter is an 18-year-old who had legally purchased two rifles and 375 rounds of ammunition uh, just within a week of his 18th birthday. He crashed his truck into a fence and walked into a, an elementary school. He was not stopped by anybody, including the cops that were apparently present. <laughs> Yeah, well, so even that is, I mean, there's so even much to that get into is murky. about We're gonna, the yeah. reporting because, like, their story changes every few hours. It changed right yeah. before we started. Yeah. And I tried to update, like, here's the latest that they're saying. Um, like, they, it seems like uh, some law enforcement official, like, made up a guy uh, who is not there and didn't interact with the shooter right, at all. Right. And it's like, there, there are so many conflicting stories, not, and like the stories are conflicting from law enforcement. It's Excuse not me. even like, sorry. Go Wait ahead. a minute. Did they, Jonathan, I didn't notice this note before the shooter fired shots outside the building for 12 fucking minutes for motherfucking 12 minutes. That's the latest reporting that you know shot his grandmother that he shot at two people coming out of a funeral home around the corner they <sighs> got away uninjured then he crashes his car at the school and he it, it fires he lingered outside the school for 12 minutes firing shots before walking into the school 
now we know the fir- or now we think we know the first cops on the scene came several minutes later tried opening the door to the school were they say engaged with fire from the suspect immediately and then went out where they proceeded to what wait for that's the what they're saying now a completely that's different story than what they said before so so that is like the latest story here mm-hmm. and yes it's just wildly different from the idea of being engaged right away by either a school resource officer or two other cops who they say shot at him or back and forth like right and maybe three were injured but maybe not i, I tried really hard to find out if there were still confirmed reports of two cops being injured and could not do it i'm not i haven't seen anything. yeah no there's no um that's the thing with a lot of these a lot of the that would be a leading line in in every article a lot of the reporting initially in all these sort of cases are gonna either come from people on the ground or from just official police statements and it just seems like the police weirdly like i mean lie they all they're always gonna lie about these sort of things but it's it's especially weird because a lot of the initial lies from the police are not like good stories like it's not it doesn't make them it makes them look incompetent and bad and the stories that have been coming out since then that correct those or addend or addendums to them make them look worse and it's just a very weird situation of like the thing that always happens which is like well yeah the cops are gonna lie to make themselves look good and they couldn't even come up with good lies to make their behavior seem uh acceptable so yeah it's just it's very hard to know exactly what happened beyond like the videos that we're seeing outside of them so we can talk about some of that including videos of parents begging begging to be let inside and cops restraining them reports of people being handcuffed and prevented from going to save their children and when the kid when the cops tased. finally did go in tased when the cops finally did go in they found their children and removed them first yeah, that seems to be the... One mother broke through, or father, I, I can't remember, did, and like after they restrained it, went through anyway and found her children. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, she was restrained, and then she got free, and then uh, went inside and got her kids. You um, know, it, it just like, and we'll talk about this later with the Republican response, I just wish there was some honesty here. If the cops were being honest, they'd say, we're local police officers in this small town, we were scared. We opened the door and heard gunshots, and then we thought, we can't handle this. We need to wait outside for this tactical unit or whatever. And fine. You know, if that's the case, say that. But then you don't get to take 40% of Uvalde's budget. Mm-mm. Nope. Then you don't, you know, like, you you are either these the, the brave people we entrust to protect us, or you're not. And if you're not, and you want to write tickets file paperwork and be the person you call when you know you have to prove you got in a car accident so you can file an insurance claim fine but then you don't get billions of dollars every year yeah in our in our tax dollars we have to with stop your, with your military toys and like yeah. yeah and and that's what's so upset that's what's ringing so true about this and because it happens all the time and we have to stop pretending there's john mcclain out there like, of course, it's scary. Of course, those cops were afraid to, like, run in and risk their lives. If you're not protecting children, what are you doing? Yeah. If we're not paying you to keep babies safe, what the fuck are you doing? Well, that's and we've, you know, we've talked about this on this and the other show a few times. But, like, you know, uh, the training that cops receive um, is... Jonathan, what you're talking about, like, oh, we like they view themselves as John McClane. They're superheroes. Like they're trained to be like, you go in and you shoot. You're, you're like you're the the line of defense. That's why they shoot so many unarmed black people. Uh, that is a a huge part of their how they view themselves as these warriors, like warrior training, and they use it in those situations. But they don't when it really, really matters. When Katie, like you're saying, like babies' lives are, are are on the line, and where are you? Um, you're outside, uh, tasing parents uh, who are actually brave enough to go in there, or teacher, you know, teachers who are brave enough to put their lives on the line for their students. 
did they did they get 40 percent of that budget <laughs> no they don't they get called no they get called groomers and they can't actually in 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 policed on what they can teach your children in order to make them healthy human beings that understand the society, empathetic people that understand the world we're, we're in and understand how to navigate it. No, we, we constrain you and we restrain you and we don't give you any of the supplies that you need. But hey, maybe if you buy a fucking gun, you can also be a bodyguard. I want to talk about the responses that we've seen. But first, I, a little bit more about the lives that have been affected because that's what all of this is about. That's the whole fucking point. These were children. They were all between the ages of seven and ten. I mean, I can't. I, I we don't know. Have all of the children's names listed? The two teachers. I'm sorry. I'm having a hard time. It's okay. <laughs> I'm shaken by that story of the medic. I told you this right before we started recording. The medic who showed up at the scene and. A girl, little girl comes running out covered in blood and he asks if she's okay. And she says she's fine. Her best friend is dead. Her best friend, Amory. And that medic is heartbroken because that's his little girl. That was his baby girl. And they wouldn't let him go in and find her. Um, That's so fucking sad. (laughs) Um, Right before we started recording... um, one of the teachers who died, Irma Garcia, uh, her husband of 24 years, 25 years, um, had a heart attack coming from her memorial service. And they had four children. Um, this is so much bigger. I mean, obviously the lives that were lost, but this is devastating for an entire community of people. Two sets of cousins. Two sets of little baby cousins died next to each other. And I'm sitting in my grief this week because we brushed through them so fast. Like, I can't even remember half the school shootings, you know, that have happened in this country. And Jonathan, your wife is a teacher. My sister-in-law is a teacher. My nephew is in kindergarten. My My friends are all having children right now. And... How do we navigate this? I don't I don't know. I don't know how a person sends their kid to school and doesn't think that at some point in their lives there's a good chance that um they're at least gonna have to go through a trail. Um okay. Sorry guys, no one needs to hear me crying about it. <laughs> I it's just I've been angry for a lot of different reasons. This week, a lot of it reflecting what you've said. And that's why every new statement from the police kind of gets to me. Because, you know, they're trying to justify their actions. Mm-hmm. And they said, well, by the time we got there, we, we think he had gone in and done most of the shooting already. You know, they're trying to say there's nothing we could have done. <laughs> but those kids, some of those kids might have been alive. Yeah. You know? And they're sitting there for an hour. Yeah. I mean, there's the one kid... There's a clip going around social media right now of a kid who who made it. He's quick thinking in there, and he's telling the story of what happened. And someone outside says, do you guys need help? And the little girl says yes, and the shooter killed her. That's an example of, no, he was in there actively killing children while they stood outside. Another... Amory is, I believe, is the one who was trying to call 911 and he shot her. The cops were outside already. She didn't know that. Maybe she did. Which is why it's such it's such bullshit when someone says it could have been worse. That's what I was about to pivot to. Perfect. <laughs> That's what <laughs> I wasn't trying to No, 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 no. Your we are our minds are in the same spot. Yeah. Later that day or yesterday, uh Governor Greg Abbott is up there at a press conference saying that things could have been a lot worse. And it's just, it's hard to believe that's true, man. There have been a lot of very predictable and nauseating responses to this. Yeah. Let's not make it political, y'all. Maybe this, we're making, this is, we're making Sandy Hook and El Paso political now. 
have enough has enough time has enough time passed for passed, us to talk yeah, about so those. Making, yeah, we're talking about those now and making those political. Yeah, we're not talking about this one. You know, and they they talk a lot about um you know the the standard talking points when something like this happens. You know, mental health or you know what are the parents like and should we have armed teachers and and cops in schools and yet they don't have any response literally walking away refusing to acknowledge the data that other countries don't have this problem why is it unique to us why is it only here i mean there are lots of things sure that we can talk about that are progressive talk about health care and and quality of life for people but the guns are killing people that's what they're for semi-automatic rifles are killing people and there are more guns in this country than there are people oh and mm. then i love should we talk about doors <laughs> i guess yeah um well then you also have like governors like greg abbott who when you know they get uh, the number two, they're number two in gun sales. And so he tweets, we got to gu- buy more guns, get out there and buy more guns. It's something he tweeted like seven, eight years ago, I think. So when a lot of these kids were being born, I'm sorry, this is like the first time I've like talked at length about this out loud. So I, it's hard to get beyond just the horror and sadness of what actually happened. Well, because it feels hopeless. We've had these conversations. I, yeah, I just like remember being, I think, like probably like a freshman in high school during Columbine. And it's just like every single time since then, it's horrific every time. And it's the same conversation every time. And it's just hard to think that anything uh, will change about this beyond what a lot of these freaks want to do, which is just like turn schools into prisons even more. That's their solution to it. Yeah, and, big, the um, big solution. And like, it, just that, like this vision of like America in 15 years and you go to school and it is just like, yeah, there's cops everywhere, just everywhere. And like, will it make fewer shootings or will there just be more and there'll be more violent because there are going to be cops there who fucking like shoot kids and like arrest them um, all the time because I don't, I'm not even making sense. I'm sorry. They know it won't work. They know it's a joke. They they know very well the one thing that makes the United States an outlier in this, right? They know yeah, other they know. countries have mental health. We can make these arguments to them. They know. They just don't care. It's a worthwhile sacrifice to them. Right. They won't be honest and just come out and say, we like having these things. We think it's a lot of fun. This is our like Yeah, it's a little, hobby. A little cute little hobby. This is the, right. We think it's fun or that I hypothetically might need it to fight against the tyrannical government or whatever the hell they think. Yeah, it, don't you know? tread on me. And so they um, don't care. They think it's a worthwhile, they think it's a perfectly fine sacrifice. Um, and like, it's one of, like, we don't, we, we, we want you to, we want more guns because that's freedom. Is freedom having like a cop every 50 feet everywhere? Like watching you to like, what, like, is that the society you want to live in? The kids that are afraid of cop. <laughs> yeah. And, and we know and what also cops like on cop- campus means like harassing. Yeah. No, there's data on that kids. too. Like that you, you get cops in schools and it's just, it leads to what le- what happens when cops are it, like elsewhere in society. And then the, the other big solution that <laughs> has been floated, floated by multiple people than <laughs> Tim Pool apparently uh, is homeschooling. You know, we should just homeschool your children. Yeah, Tim I, Tim Pool, great example of like underst- the benefits of homeschooling. Do you even understand what guy. you're saying? What that means to parents? What expense that is? Uh, the lo- lack of opportunity to be in the workforce, and weren't you just a few months ago everybody up in arms about our poor children needing to be back at school for socialization? Mm. I, yeah, I, it yeah, they my were. Boil. Also, um, um, many, many—I don't have the number in front of me—many people who uh, commit acts like this yes. have a history of domestic violence. Yes. So, I don't know if there's like something about like 
that maybe like not i mean there's definitely something about that all your kids but yes the greatest country in the world everybody just educate your children by yourselves but this is i mean this is just what they always like they want it's all like they want to abolish like schools public school um and the department of education in general um and they want cops everywhere that's what they want so their solution is well okay homeschool your kids we should just get rid of public schools we shouldn't have them because they're dangerous now uh, they weren't they are now so that's the reason to get rid of them um and yeah and they want cops everywhere they want to increase the budgets even more so they can uh, get even more money and still not fucking do their jobs the vision of the world that they want to live in is horrifying yeah to me yeah it is a it is a horrifying dis more dystopian future than what we live in right now where there aren't any public schools and the ones that are are like a like you said like a prison like a steel cage it's well because like again like they it's they they always couch these their like politics and like the idea of freedom but if you go like down like down the line of like the logical conclusion to a lot of the things they're suggesting it's like is that the freedom that you want um it there's one entrance and exit to a school and there's cops everywhere that's freedom to you well also i just have to point out that one entrance and exit to a school is a huge hazard for fires or literally any kind of an emergency situation i want to get to that too but like the the just the is it do you feel free if you're thinking if i go to the mall maybe i'll get shot if i send my child my very very young child to school maybe maybe they'll die today um is that like the freedom that you want is that like shouldn't we also have some like freedom of of those constant thoughts um and fears that are grounded in reality because it's true happens all the time there have been some attempts to minimize what happened by putting it in larger context and there's the, I didn't even include this here cause I was like, I'm not going to share every stupid tweet mm. I see, but it's been bothering me. Uh, that writer, Dan McLaughlin wrote, you know, in the total numbers of mass shootings, the number of people who die in mass shootings are relatively few. More people die a year from choking on bed sheets and oh, die from toasters baseball and stuff. Crank. He was sharing that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. B- baseball guy. Yeah. And I was thinking like, do you really want to go there and talk about, because if you you would think that it's to the rights benefit, not to talk about how many people really die from guns in this country every year, because you're right. The mass shootings are a relatively small piece of this huge pie where 40,000 people die every year and 40, what was it? 4,300 kids. It's become the leading cause of death for kids and teenagers. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, the leading cause of death is by getting shot. No other country has that. So, and it's it, it's hard. It's absurd. So this is absurd. where it's it's so fuck. It's handguns so and suicide because gun ownership is baked into the DNA of this country. I don't like it, but that's that is a fact that people have grown up in parts of this country, and this part of their identity. It's part, it's like mm-hmm. taking out the trash. You've got your gun. Some people use their gun for survival. Some people use it for food. Some people live alone in the woods and are old and that's protection. That's a different fucking conversation. I'm, I'm not I'm not worried about the old man with the hunting rifle. I'm not worried about them either. And that's, but it gets, my point is, is that it gets conflated. So when we're talking about this problem with people who know that they've got their hunting rifle or whatever it is that they have, and it's a part of their idea of being an American, that is no place in the conversation actually about semi-automatic rifles, background checks, about all the different things that we can do that make gun ownership safer that make this country safer without taking away and and it's and we allow the media to talk about it in these terms in the in or you know the right wing media these broad scopes that it's scares both, people yeah. and like look do i would i wish that all guns are gone yeah i don't want them we're talking about common sense things and i think that a lot of people agree with that with that part oh yeah absolutely but then 
the self-defense has come up of like, yeah, but you know that all Democrats want to take away all our guns. We want to save people's lives. We want to take, we want to reduce murders. How can we work together on that? I do think the Heller decision from what, 2008, I think, really like inflated this thing and, and kicked the Second Amendment conversation mm-hmm. to another level. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's been, yeah, happening slowly, uh, where it's like slowly turned into this individual right thing. I just mean that like you talk to people with guns and they don't want their guns to be taken away. Then you talk to people at school shooting and they're like, it's awful. It's awful. And Mm. I even had a conversation with a conservative recently. I was like, well, I don't think having guns in the school is the answer. And they were like, no, it definitely isn't. You know, so it's not like this person definitely didn't, is it? Pro guns wants their guns. Also thinks this is a fucking problem. Yeah, it's a a real disconnect that um gets farther and farther apart from itself. Uh, every time this happens, so it makes it so hard to even address. Because also you're gonna have you know uh, what the aside like again we'll get to the fucking door thing. It's so it's maddening, but you know usually it's like okay we're gonna uh we should arm teachers. Well that's a ridiculous um also are you gonna pay you're gonna pay start paying teachers uh 40 of the budget uh if you start arming them no newt gingrich newt gingrich said they should get 500 dollars a month like a stipend to go through training and then be armed i think he said that well newt gingrich can go fuck himself and then take a picture of it and use a soft filter <laughs> to make his face look smooth god damn it um <laughs> But <laughs> I'm always like, he's still alive. I, I do. I, I text with him. So I'll let him know you said that. Please do. Good Lord. Uh, you might be thinking of Rush Limbaugh. The same part of this different limb is the same fucking beast. But and then uh, obviously you're going to have a bunch of uh, if you're not saying we should have one door, you're saying mental health is an issue. It's only ever when this happens that they ever say right. that. And they don't even know what they mean when they say it. What are the what are the actual like mental health policies that you're advocating yeah, so what are you for do about our in response health? to this? What are you going to do about it? Are you going to make it av- like more available and maybe free for people? Are you going to do like anything? Because we can have that conversation. And like I like I see somebody like we need to bring back like uh, it's like they just want to institutionalize people. That's what it is. And we tried that. Any answer but the obvious one. Yeah, all these fake solutions uh, that they don't actually believe, and like you know, like Ted Cruz, like all the, they're part. Of of it is that well a in this situation they can't say well we need like more cops necessarily because what did they fucking do even when they ended up going inside apparently they got a little girl killed because they said to shout when they got in there so even if they're not waiting 40 minutes to go inside once they go inside they fuck up really badly mere months ago they'd done like a whole walkthrough, an emergency plan oh, yeah. kind of yeah, situation in case there was a shooting. Also, also, sure, everything you said about mental health, I agree. This teenager was, by all accounts, seemingly disturbed. He had a hard life. He was bullied, had been becoming aggressive. There had been threatening things. He literally posted on Facebook 30 minutes before that he was going to go shoot up in elementary school. Granted, I'm not saying that that is something that someone would have seen and acted upon in that window of time, but I'm saying that there were warning signs. So yeah, if you want to keep talking about mental health or warning signs that he was in pain, what whatever, domestic, right? Well, and again, like domestic abuse, maybe like that should be like a factor in whether or not you're able to buy a gun um, or hold a gun. Speaking of cops... They can't say the cop thing because, well, what happened? So they're going with this fucking door scenario. Also, because like Ted Cruz, for example, needs to be able to say like, well, I, I was steadfast. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 you know, in se- se- Second Amendment because he wants to run for president and he needs to be able to say that. Um it's just this floundering, like, say anything. We got to say something, literally anything. And uh, they're going with the one door idea. So we'll see if that works. On that note, we're going to take a quick break and then we will be back for even more terrible news. Boil 
boy, doing the news can be very time consuming. You gotta drive around getting every newspaper and then you gotta cram them all into the news processor, which sometimes takes hours to fully break down all the news into a fine edible paste. And sometimes there's pounds of paste that you then have to consume on any given day. <laughs> Let me tell you, eesh, it does not taste good. Luckily, there is always Best Fiends. It's a free-to-download casual mobile puzzle game made for adults like me, Katie Stoll, who have time to kill while they're shoveling globs of news into their mouths. There are dozens of these little fiend characters to collect and customize as you go through thousands of levels and challenges every time you play. You know the score. We've all been sitting around slurping our news with nothing to do. And with Best Fiends, there's always new events that pop up all year round with chances to earn exclusive in-game items and rewards. I'm currently on level 50 where you fight a big slug thing by pressing a bunch of mushrooms and junk, which is, you know, it's sort of like eating news pulp. Oh, and did I mention offline play? Well, I'm mentioning it now. Offline play is where you can play while gnashing up the news pulp, even if you lose the internet. So go on and check it out. You gobbled up that news paste. You've earned your fun time. Go to the App Store or Google Play to download Best Fiends for free. Plus, earn even more with $5 worth of in-game rewards when you reach level 5. That's friends, but without the R. It's just fiends. It's best fiends. And we are back as promised for even more terrible news. Cody, we have teased door stuff. We've we've taken a bro- break. We've broke for a moment. We're back. Hi. Talk to us about door stuff. Oh, uh, we love teasing the door. We love doors. Yeah, it's uh, it's one of the. It's like a really embarrassing um, and frustrating to watch, and I guess it's like the part of this that's like the. It, I don't know. There's so many like different emotions uh, with every aspect of this story, and this is an easy one because it's fucking stupid and uh, bullshit uh, posturing. The first video I saw of it was uh, incredible. Mm. Um, it's Ted Cruz, um, and he's very, very um, full of shit. He's trying very hard to seem angry. Um, he's been doing that a lot the past couple of days, and it's really transparent every time. I have that clip um, if you want. Uh, let's do it. I Fuck don't. it. Okay, fine. Too late. Sorry. Do you want to talk about how we could have prevented the horror that played out across the street? Look, the killer entered here the same way the killer entered Santa Fe through a back door, an unlocked back door. I sat down at round tables with the families from Santa Fe. We talked about what we need to do to harden schools, including not having unlocked back doors, including not having unlocked doors to classroom, having one door that goes in and out of the school, having armed police officers at that one door. I just, I need to <laughs> highlight once again his fake anger, which. He's so bad, he's so bad. He's such a bad actor. His his furrowed brow. Yeah, his political theater uh, leaves something to be desired. Maybe he's not the Golden State Killer and the great actor that I thought he was all along. Yeah, um, maybe uh, he should have done a little more theater so he would know that, like, I don't know, they're, like, side doors and, like, you need, like, a uh, entrance to the auditorium to get sets in or something. I don't know. This is a really uh, poorly sewn together uh joke about the fucking one door idea i uh there's another clip of him from today some british reporter is asking him um a very good question about why is this the only place that this happens um america the united states of america is the only place where this happens all the fucking time and why is that why does he think that is and he couldn't answer it and he got real mad he got he puffed up his chest um, one of the quest like parts of the question was like, isn't that, you know, isn't that aspect of, um, American exceptionalism bad? Isn't that like bad for us? Like the, we're the only person like country that does that. And he got like puffed up his chest. He got in that reporter's face. Like American, ex- are you saying American exceptionalism is bad? We're the best country in the world. People come here from, from here, from all over to, to live here. Cause we're the, we got the most freedom and prosperity, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, 
getting so like offended and hurt because someone like criticized America when all these fucking kids got shot. Like it's so it's so disgusting. America being a good place for people to come and live again nothing or the thing that keeps fucking guns. happening it <laughs> our right to bear arms doesn't and make like, america yeah. good it makes america a blight people talk about us across the world aren't you afraid to live there yeah we are mm-hmm. yeah no it's a complete uh misrepresentation of even like the view of uh of this place and like yeah compared to like you know m- many people come here for many different reasons that's still true but this is a problem that people know about and it and you can't you can't just say like well people keep people still try to come here so it's actually fine okay they come here but the question it is because things are bad places yeah but the question is why does this only happen in america and he uh only knows how to you know get the bluster going and uh defend america's right to be the best um, it's very, again, it's like this very transparent, like, I know, I'm, I know I'm supposed to like defend America and like we're the best country in the world and I can't like engage honestly about this. So I have to pretend to be mad. And his pretend rage um, is like half, it's like one part like embarrassing, one part frustrating, one part really grotesque, and then another part embarrassing again. <laughs> but the idea of only, again, it's like this, you want to do one fucking door? I have also seen people be like, well, actually, like, it's one door, like, there's it's like, like one door is an entrance, and you can have, like, all these fire exits and stuff. Like, it's fine to have, like, have these exits that are locked from the outside. Like, we have all, all these examples of this. He didn't say that. First, like, first of all, we'll, no. we'll get to that part of it, but, like, he didn't say that. He said one door in and out. One door in and yep. out is what he said. And the, guy, and the armed cop stands there, but apparently doesn't go inside if there's an emergency. Yeah, literally the quote is having one door that goes in and out of schools. Earlier today, the lieutenant governor of Texas, Dan Patrick, went on Fox News, and here's the quote. There should be one entrance in and one entrance out in all of our elementary and all of our middle schools. First of all, an entrance <laughs> out is called an exit, buddy. So get your fucking words right. But also they're not saying that they're saying one in, one place to go in and out. That's what they're saying. And you want cops there every fucking You're day. Frozen. So we're going to 60% of the budget now, I guess, goes to cops. So we can have one a guy stand at the front door and then I guess like bumble around and let a school shooter in like while he bothers parents who want to save their kids. It's just like, it's just the laziest idea to solve a problem that, again, only happens here. Do they need to have one entrance in and one exit out in these pl- in, in other countries? Is that how they do it? There was a shooting, I don't know if you heard, recently at a grocery store. Is that like, how are we, are, are we going to make every building in America one door? Is that our solution? The one door country. Every place is a We're prison? a one door country now. A one doored militia is what it says in the Constitution, I'm pretty sure. We have a right to one door. In these other countries, it, 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 like maybe if we had seen a bunch of multi doored countries and have constant door related disasters, this wouldn't be the first time it's ever come up in decades of this shit. This wouldn't be the first mm. time. We, we, you know, hear about like th- in their mind, the, the scariest thing to them is one of those like cartoon sequences where there's 20 doors and everyone's running in and out, chasing each other and all the doors. It's completely absurd. It's not a serious suggestion. No, it's not at all. No, it's not. Um, all like and like, you know, other doors like fire exits and other doors can be still be opened. That's the thing about a door. You can get in there. There are windows. There, like there are other you windowless, windowless. You go in windowless one door. That's what I was wondering. It, it, are we also removing windows? Because that was how they were getting some children mm. out. Was punching the windows and getting children out. So should we do away with those as well, sir? And it goes. It just goes to like again, like their whole like. Well, if you like make this gun illegal like people are still gonna get the guns if you get rid of all the doors people are still gonna get inside if they want to 
So what's your fucking point? How else do the other people get inside? It's just like really um, pathetic and speaks to all of their like quote unquote solutions as being a either things they already wanted to do, which is like abolish the fucking Department of Education and make you teach your kids at home. Any other thing they can do to, yeah, like fund the police more or do anything other than like address like what is actually like what is causing this? Why is this happening here? They want it to continue to happen and just have these little barriers up. Uh, They want a police state. (laughs) They don't want to solve crime. They don't want to reduce crime. They don't want to make people's lives better. They want a police state to get the evil out because that's how they view this kind of stuff. It's like, well, it's evil. You You can't solve that. So you gotta just have one fucking door to go into your school and out of your school. I think we should move on. Please. Because this is a not serious conversation to have. No, it's not. Now, what are the Democrats doing? Not a whole lot. Cool. They're taking a Memorial Day off and then the entire rest of the week off. Mm-hmm. If you heard that, send us uh, adjourning. Chucky, uh, God, Chucky Schumer is planning to bring up a House passed background check bill to the floor, but agreed to hold off because Kirsten Cinema and Chris Murphy want to try to negotiate with Republicans, see if they come up with some sort of agreement, and just go round and round. Well, they're round. all horrified and heartbroken. They, I don't know if you heard. Every one of them tweeted they how horrified and heartbroken that. they are. Yeah. Um, Democrats love as we've talked about, love having something uh, to pretend to fight for, uh, unifying effort. We already see fundraising texts and emails. It's either a good tack. I mean, they don't want, they definitely don't want to look bad trying and failing right before midterms. Uh, so my instinct is that this is just keep going back to the drawing board. But you can look, you don't have to like, you can try and fail and not look bad. You can make yeah. them look bad. You can have like quote unquote common sense gun reform, whatever that means to you, Democratic fucking party, and make it very clear. You can separate it up. Here's this one bill and it does this one thing. It's not this over, like this big, like, here's this bill. It's 900 pages and there, you got all these addendums in there. No, no, no. Just like it's one thing. And we're going to vote on it, and we're telling you, the country, why it's good. Look at all the people voting against the thing that you agree with. If you poll people on specific things, they agree with it overwhelmingly. There's something – people want something to be done, and it's not about a fucking – how many doors there are. So just do that, and if it doesn't happen, yeah, you won't look great because fucking mansion (laughs) cinema are in your party and making it impossible to do anything. But then everybody else looks worse because they're voting against the mm-hmm. the one very simple thing that you're saying everybody wants to do, which is true. They do. And or you could like take, a I don't know, 11 days off for Memorial Day. That's cool, too. These laws aren't even OK. It's just it's wild. Background check bill. Easy. Shouldn't be such a big fucking deal. This is another one. Steny Hoyer says the House will vote in a few weeks on a red flag law. Wasn't sure what that is. But red flag laws uh, empower courts to issue protective orders barring people from buying or possessing firearms if a judge deems them to be a threat to themselves or others. It just seems like, oh, we don't have things like this already. (laughs) Mm. Of course not. Of course not. Also, point of just to point out that neither of these things would have done anything to change the situation that happened on Tuesday also. So it's like, let's talk. Great. Let's talk about semi-automatic rifles and weapons. Um, yeah, it's, I mean, like, again, like, and that's what they're going to, that's what they're going to use to make none of it happen, right? Even these, like, these simple things who, that would not have stopped this tragedy from happening, would stop other tragedies from happening, but because it wouldn't stop this one directly, that means mm-hmm. we shouldn't do it now. So it's just going to be a constant sort of state of inaction. Um, and that sucks. Like, that's why, like, I'm not the hugest Chris Murphy or Beto O'Rourke fan, but that's why those 
those like mm. videos of them being outraged and Chris Murphy yelling on the Mean Senate something. floor and Beto O'Rourke yelling at the Abbott resonates with me and I think resonates with mm-hmm. a lot of people because it, it's frustrating to see that people with any sort of power have the same level of frustration and anger yeah. and helplessness as I do. We need each and every one of them to be doing that. We need people to be up screaming it. <laughs> well, yeah, we need like, you know, the Speaker of the House to not go to bat for pro-gun, uh, pro-life candidate. Like, there needs to be unity in like what they want to do and what they care about. And like, yeah, like, you know, I got a bunch of criticism of Beto O'Rourke, but like more of that, at least, at least it's something because there's not going to be a vote on anything. Right. These guys never get confronted on this personally at all. They're not seeing everyone's tweets, right? So like the one time, you know, they can finally get confronted with their hypocrisy and how the policies that they put into place last Mm -hmm. year in this country make it so much easier for these things to happen like i want them to be upset and i want them to do their whole like the get the, you're out of line sir or whatever the hell yeah you know yeah because you more look like a fool yeah. up there yeah more of you're out of line yeah. sir and the response being fuck you <laughs> like th- like that's what people are feeling rightfully so um so do that or like you know work with the republicans because they you know we gotta we gotta work we gotta work together because they want to they want to they want to work with they want to work uh together I saw something. They responded quicker to Beto O'Rourke than they did to the shooter. Yeah. Like hauling and they didn't waste a second hauling him out of there, interrupting him. Yeah. Uh, the Congress got together to like defend like this, like su- protest, like not protect the protests, but like supre- the Supreme Court against protests like last week or like two weeks yep. ago, like instantly they all they all got together and did it. Um, and now this absolute fucking tragedy leads yeah. them to, again, take 11 days off for Memorial Day. Go rest, guys. You deserve which it. I'm I'm told you only get one off on the day. The rest of the country, sir, doesn't but, get all, yeah, all the, of that well, time. People just don't want to work anymore. You know? Um, yep. The, the Senate, specifically. Okay, guys. I think that we have talked about this topic. We have. And no other topic. You're right. Because it deserved it. We're not going to do broken news this week. The news is already just, broken. We don't need it's to. It's already broken. We're just going to rather abruptly end the show, I guess. This has been a hard one. I'm glad that we talked about it. I feel a little bit better talking about it. You're right, Cody. At the top, you're like, this is the first time I've talked about it out loud. Uh, I don't know if you said that on the show or just with us before we started recording. But it's hard, but it's also an opportunity for some of these emotions to move through us. And we have to be honest about what we're feeling. And I appreciate all of you guys who uh, get up every day and keep fighting for what's important. This is getting corny. You fucking get it. We love you very much, okay? (laughs) 